This is Faith. And this is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go For One, a podcast about kind of normal women talking about kind of normal things. This is our dedication to all the good feels that come from just spending even just a half hour with your bestie. All topics include celebrities, to motherhood, to marriage, to divorce, to wellness, astrology, and the latest beauty trends. Whether you're at your desk, in your car, working out, or just enjoying some alone time. Hey, Faith. Hey, Anna. Let's just go for one. Headphone. Oh, there oh, it goes. So it just went. <laughs> of course, it did. Why wouldn't it? Mine did the same damn thing. Oh, I don't good. Know okay. Means. All right. Yeah. Hi, guys. Oh my gosh. This is Faith. This is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go for One. Oh my God. So exciting. So, just a disclaimer. <laughs> we are. This is not season three. This is. A little pop up, little bonus. Yeah, little bonus, little bonus, little yeah. pop up video. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we just decided to break our or cut up our break, mm -hmm. cut up our break, and come back for one episode mainly because yeah. so many of you guys have messaged us ask, asking us to do an episode. You've messaged Faith. No one has asked me. <laughs> just seriously, no one ever asks me. You always ask Faith, and that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Yes. And full disclosure, we actually want to do this last week, but um, I went on a really fun family vacation to Cedar Point <laughs> and I lost my voice. So we had so to wait funny. a full week mm -hmm. before we could do this. And the voice, the losing of the voice wasn't because of the roller coasters. It was because I was screaming at my 16 year old child. Girl. Just put that out there. Girl. I feel you. But we are back, guys. Yeah. We haven't seen you guys. Well, we haven't seen you guys. <laughs> we never see you guys. <laughs> so weird. So weird. Um, but we haven't done anything or any podcasting since like June. Yeah. June so, 14th. Oh, June 14th. So this is super exciting. I know. Drink of the podcast. Ugh, we I are love it. both having some dirty martinis. It's so great. I'm so, so excited. Yummy. Yes. I'm going to pay for it tomorrow, I feel like, but I don't even care. <laughs> 5 a.m. spin. Here yeah, I come. It's going to be amazing. going to be great. Um, um, I just want to tell you, I have every single light on in here because I was like, wouldn't it be fun to take a video? And then I forgot. Yeah. It's, it's like it's a fun. chicken coop in here, but it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> 
It's really keeping me awake right now. Super exciting is that we're podcasting from my brand new couch that was finally delivered. Yes. Super comfy space now. I know, right? It's like so we have lots of updates. So many updates. So many updates. That's why we wanted to do this because otherwise the season three opening would be four hours long. Yeah. And all of our friends are done hearing about our updates. So we figure we'll share it with the rest of the podcast universe in case they happen to care. I know. Somebody might. Yeah. And And I have and then they'll message you about it. And then they'll message (laughs) only me about it. It's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so one of the big things, it was so funny because Anna and I decided to take our break and then we ended up hanging out like a ton. Yeah. Like a ton, a ton. And it was so nice. I did kind of cross some boundaries here and there, but I was pretty good. Yeah. I definitely trampled over a few, but I, you did because I missed her. Yeah. But you know what was really nice? The only way to compare this is like, if you have like friends with benefits with someone <laughs> and then all of a sudden like you take the benefits away, let's say you got like your period and you're like, well, I guess we're just hanging out tonight. <laughs> and then you hang out and you're like, wait, I really like you still. That was like our friendship taking away the podcast. It was like not having sex because of your period. Oh it was God. fantastic. And we kept hanging out and I was like, this is so nice because we're still friends. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Without having the podcast. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. We really did. Yeah. So, Maybe a little too much. Mm, probably. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, disclaimer, if you hear a lot of booming in the background, it's the fucking fair and their fireworks that have to go every single night. Like why every night? I don't know. It's ridiculous because <laughs> every night it scares the shit out of me. I know. I don't want to be like a fireworks curmudgeon type person. No, but I'm over. You know, like I feel like I used to be like, come on, it's fireworks. It's summer. Like have spirit. They're so fun. Yeah. But I feel like I've watched too many true crime things now. So now I just think it's shootings. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> I definitely think someone's getting murdered. I'm like, did you watch Mayor of Easttown? That boy's coming for me. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, I just spoiler alerted the whole show. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Hope you didn't want to watch that. that. Spoiler alert. That was a great show. Oh, I never finished it. And I totally forgot that I started it until you just said that. (laughs) Until I just told you who the murderer was. Yeah. No, it's cool. cool. It's totally cool. Cool. I appreciate it. I saved you some time. Um, So can we talk about the bad stuff that happened first? What bad stuff? I can't remember any of it now. Well, okay. Let's not talk in your about- life. It didn't happen. Let's talk about the bad stuff. Yes, because then it's going to turn into this is going to be weird once I say what the bad stuff is. Oh, I have. I something. have my podcast notes now. Oh, Hold good. On. Okay. Good. Okay. I have one bad stuff to add to it. So. Okay. Go okay. ahead. What's your bad stuff? Oh, no. You can do yours first. Okay. My, well, mine's, mine's not that bad. Okay. Um, well, I had to put my dog down. Yes, which was super sad, Charlotte. So you won't hear her coughing anymore. You won't hear her wheezing in the background. I know. Uh, I already thing. miss her. I know. She's here in spirit. She totally is. Let's let's to take God. a drink for Char because I miss my Char Char. Cheers to Char Char. Cheers to Char Char. She was the best. We had a moment so, of silence for we her. Did. We did. Um, By now, Anna would be swearing into the microphone because she realized she forgot to put Shar in the bathroom. Exactly. That's exactly what would happen or else she would just come like prancing in right now. And Anna would look at me and go, just keep talking. Yeah. (laughs) And I would turn my mic off and take her in. Anyway, so 
my dog was old. She was, she would have been 15 in October and she was struggling and you could tell she was struggling. And you know, I asked a lot of people and they're like, you'll know, she'll tell you. And I'm like, oh, is she going to fucking start talking? Like, and all dogs go to heaven. Is it, is this like fucking cats and dogs or whatever the hell that movie is? Like, she's going to be like, Hey, you know what? I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she did not tell me. So there were a few more times she, it was just, you could tell she was declining. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to call the vet. And I want to share this story because the vet uh, tech was so kind on the phone. And she said, well, there are a lot of options for you. She's like, I said, like, what are next steps? I've never had a dog before. So I've never like had to deal with this. So I had a lot of questions. And she said something that was so, so sweet and so like kind and compassionate. And I wanted to share it because some people may have pets out there and they're trying to figure out what to do. So she said to me, you know, you want to hope for more good days than bad, but don't feel bad about letting go on a good day. And that was like, so I immediately started sobbing when she said that. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, that was just really kind of you to say that. <laughs> like, thank you. So I made an, our next step was I made an appointment to bring her in. So when I came, I came home from work and to pick her up and the Max was like, can I come with you? I'm like, yeah, you can come with me. And this was, I mean, we were going into this appointment thinking like, we're just going to see what's up. And then Jude was like, can I come with you too, mom? I'm like, yeah, you can come with me. And I had this feeling. I'm like, we should all be there. Like, yes, come with me. So we took her to the vet and the vet was like, we can't help her medically. Like there's nothing left to do for her. So this is really your decision. And she was like, even taking her into the vet, like walking in, she was so slow. I'm like, okay, so I guess this is her telling me because she's like, we're done here. Um, so the vet was super sweet village vet in the village, go figure. And they were really sweet and really kind and just super compassionate. And they're like, you know, we could do this today. Now we were leaving for a vacation the next day. So I was like, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I didn't because she was kind of declining and I didn't want, um, her to be confused. I wasn't having somebody watch her somewhere else. I didn't want her to be in a new environment. So I was having people come to the house and I was like, well, what if then she's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are all these people coming in to feed me and stuff? Like, where's my family? What's going on? So the boys and I made a decision together that we would put her down and we called Josh and talked to him about it too. Cause we had some time in the room before we decided. So we called Josh too, because obviously he was a part of her life for a long time. And, um, so the vet came in and we cried and we were sad and it was the whole experience was like, that was really sad and I was not at all prepared for it. So, um, I cried a lot and Max cried a lot and Jude kept asking, like, is something wrong with me because I'm not crying? I'm like, no, you'll process it the way you need to. So we made the decision to put her down. So then we left for vacation the next day. And we had to go for baseball. So when we got home, we were then again reminded that Charlotte was no longer here. Uh, so either way, we had to deal with it. So I got a call that her remains were ready to get picked up. So this is where this 
and the story turns a little bit for you guys. So I went to the vet. <laughs> Real humdinger of an episode, guys. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> sobbing in their cars know, right I'm now. I'm so sorry. This is real life, though. <laughs> So I go to the vet and I'm like, I'm going to go by myself because the boys, I'm like, I don't want them to come in there again and then like relive the whole thing. So I walk in and um, there's two women working at the desk and I, a young girl was helping me and she's like, hi, how can I help you? I go, I am picking up my dog's remains. And like, I got really quiet. I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, it's coming. It's totally coming. And she's Aww. like, she's like, oh, okay. She was so sweet. She's like, oh, okay. What's the name? So I tell her the name and then she's like, okay, I'll be, I'll be right with you. Okay. You can have a seat. I'm like, okay. So I'm the only one in the waiting room. <laughs> so I'm waiting and I feel it coming. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to control this. So she comes up and she's holding this little orange like gift bag Aww. with the stuff that we ordered in it. And I lose my shit and start sobbing. Oh, and she, I don't know who is more alarmed me or this poor young girl who's like, what just happened? <laughs> and she's like, Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay. And she's like, she was such a good girl. Wasn't she? And I stopped and I turned around and I go, she really was. Thank you. Thank you. So like only dogs could hear me at this point because yeah. my octave was so high. So then I go to leave. And do you go to Village Vet? Oh, no, you don't go to Village Vet. Okay. So Village Vet has two sliding doors and a vestibule in between. Oh, boy. So the sliding door opens and I'm in the vestibule. Well, the thing is. The other door doesn't open until the one behind you closes. So then I'm sitting <laughs> in the vestibule, sobbing, holding this bag, waiting for the door behind me to close. You were like, Will Ferrell, I'm in a glass box of emotion. <laughs> I literally was in a glass box of emotion. Oh. And then this, this old lady comes up from like the outside. So then she's walking up and I'm just standing there sobbing waiting for it so then i i just put on my sunglasses like she can't see me if i put these on. you instantly became invisible <laughs> oh my god Aww. i was like this was the best thing to happen right now because now i started cracking up because i was just doing that oh my god so yeah so bad news well, about charlotte's no longer with us rest in peace shar shar rest in peace i miss her already i know me too me too okay what's your bad stuff well jesus to follow I that mean, can it top a dead dog face? Well, I got stuck in a ball pit. Oh. <laughs> what? Fucking definition of privilege right there. Oh my Your bad day. Well, I put my dog down. I'm like, well, I got I got stuck, stuck in a, in a ball, ball pit. pit at Urban Air. <laughs> so there's this new place that opened, guys, at Galleria, which by the way, I highly recommend. Really? It is very clean. They have hand sanitizer and sanitizing wipes everywhere. Oh, good. Um, it's called Urban Air. It has like go no, not go karts, bumper cars. Whoa. It has um a zip line. It has a high ropes course. It has a climbing wall. It has At a ninja mall? course. Yeah. Is this just becoming like a kid's play activity place now? It should because it's nice to drop your kids off and go shopping. Oh, um, but anyway, so it has all sorts of stuff, right? 
So, you know, Kendi wants to go and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go too. I can do this stuff. This is going to be fun, you know? <laughs> so there's like this ninja course thing. Okay. So <laughs> these kids are all flying through the ninja course. It was like decently crowded, not mm -hmm. like crowded where I'm starting to have panic attacks, but right. definitely like I can't go at a 30 something year old's pace across the ninja course without eight year olds getting real, real fucking pissed at me. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do this course. It's going to be great. I'm young. I work out. I could do this. So I start going across like the monkey bar things and stuff. And there is this little kid behind me. He's like, this lady, <laughs> mommy, this lady. And I'm like, ah, ah, ah. and I started getting so stressed out. So I just let go because I'm like, I'm just going to let go of the bar. So this poor little child who I'm pretty sure this is made for oh my can God. pass me and I will just walk through the ball pit. Well, the ball pit is a good four feet deep. Oh, no. which I was not prepared for. <laughs> so I go down and go, and I was like, oh my God. I just disappeared. I literally disappeared. I was like, how do toddlers do this? That's all I could think about was like, kids die every day in these things. I'm like, I, I went all the way down. So then I'm like, trying to literally swim to get my head above the balls oh, because I literally, I'm my, stuck in balls. Stop, I can't. Stuck in balls. I can't. Are you stuck? So. So I finally get my head up. Enough for Kennedy's at the end of the course. She's like, come on, mom. I'm oh. like, I'm trying. I'm swimming. I'm literally swimming across the ball pit. Well, at the end, the ledge to get out is at my nose. Oh, my God. I'm like, what? How? What kind of Spider-Man looking gymnast? I'm not Simone Biles. I can't get out of this fucking thing. Oh, my God. So I put my hands up and I try to pull myself up. How'd Mind you. Okay, you know the scene in Little Mermaid when she launches Pulls herself, herself up on, on a rock, rock and the yeah. waves come forward? Yeah. Imagine that, but instead of waves, imagine almost all the balls of the ball pit <laughs> coming out. Coming that's, out. So I'm, That's in a different version of the I'm Little Mermaid. <laughs> balls everywhere. <laughs> so I pull myself out, and there are just balls pouring out of the ball pit. What? And oh, here comes this worker. Who looked like Lizzo. She was beautiful. And she, but same like look just like Lizzo. She comes over, she's like, damn, all these adults think they can get in this ball pit. She comes over with a rake. Oh my God. And starts raking the balls back in. Back in because so many came out. Mind you, I'm still not out of this pit. <laughs> Is she raking them onto the body? She's raking them back in. I'm like, oh, I still need to get out. And the only way I can get out, I finally push myself up where like my belly button's now at the ledge. Yeah. And I just lean forward. Oh my God. And then I would like to say it looked cute, but it I would imagine like beached sea mammal of some sort. And I hoist my one leg up and I tuck and roll oh. out of the pit <laughs> bringing the rest of the ball pit with me. And then she goes, I'm going to need backup with rakes and some other guy comes over and they start raking all the balls in, and they're just like, 
<laughs> just shaking their heads like this bitch you did not belong oh in the ball God. pit and then i couldn't breathe because i was having um i mean an asthma like attack physical <laughs> that's real physical and then i'm just like kenny's like hey go again i'm like you know what i'm good i had like a neck cramp already <laughs> i was like no you know what i i think i think god meant for me to be outside of this ball pit. yeah there's a reason oh so my god yeah i thought i'd have fun in a ball pit and i got stuck in it no yeah. that was terrible that yeah. was a real good story to come out of my dog dying though. i mean i'm really sorry you're like well my dog no died. i'm like reading my notes i'm like i'm a uh... real asshole <laughs> I'm a real, <laughs> real asshole. Oh my God. Amazing. I got this feeling on the summer day when you were gone. I crashed my car into the bridge. I watched, I let it burn. I threw your shit into a bag and pushed it down the stairs. I crashed my car into the bridge. I don't care. I love it. Hi guys. <laughs> I always feel like I, I have to start like it's me in the episode. Anna and I had all kinds of musical suggestions for this episode. Yeah. So we're just going to play them all. Yes. We decided. So coming off of the ball pit, uh -huh. I do have some good news. Oh, go ahead. Share. We bought a house. Congratulations. We bought a house. I like how I'm acting like I didn't know. I know. I was like, That's so, that was good acting. You're welcome. Bought a house, sold a house. It's kind of big news. It's totally big news, but mine's bigger. Do you want to hear mine? Absolutely. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby, shoot. Oh, how you doing, baby? No, not you. You, shoot. the bow-legged one. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Shoot. Damn, baby. That's not man oh boy <laughs> listen has it been a summer of men <laughs> it's so great listen coming out of covid being single and being like i don't know how to act in real life situations so shortly after our last episode i asked a guy out and we had a great time and we're still seeing each other. But most importantly, my ice age has been ended. I don't have the words or expressions or like side noises available, but like Arsenio Hall, like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> like, I mean, first of all, I've already expressed my emotions to Anna about this via emojis. Oh, yeah. They've been great. Um, yeah. So it's like fireworks, gymnastics. Like, yeah, it's just, I am so happy. I know. It's super exciting. I'm also happy you're sharing it with people. I know. <laughs> because I've been dying because like, I, I feel like it's so funny and I know you won't take offense to this, right? but I feel like so many people know that like, first of all, they see you and they're like, oh my God, she's a single mom. And like, oh my God, COVID and that like messed up everything. And then like, sure I think people probably saw that you took a vacation with your ex-husband. Yeah. And people come up we'll to talk me about that later. <laughs> as if you've, as if you have cancer and they're oh like, my God, that's and they're hilarious. always like, 
Hosanna. You know what I mean? Because they're concerned. They see that you're like a saint. That you definitely are like pretty close to sainthood with all the shit you do and put up with. Hmm. And they're always just like, how's Anna doing? And I want to tell everyone, she getting her freak on. (laughs) But like, I can't spill that tea. It's vaulted. You know, that was vaulted information. Right. Yeah. I'm not as much of a vault as Erica Jane, but I'm when it comes to you, I am. So I'm like, mm, we're going to get into that. Shots fired. Um, but I, when it comes to you, I'm like, I can't tell people. So I'm like, yeah, yeah she's, she's, she's trudging along. She's like, she's doing all right. In the meantime, I'm like, uh, I know what she's doing and she's doing amazing. <laughs> and I can't tell anybody. So I'm so glad the world knows now. Well, okay. So I just want to preface this by saying, first of all, my sister, Christina, if she's listening is like, I is she is mortified right now. Yeah, she stopped listening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which she should. It's fine. Turn but, it off, Christina. Yeah, it's fine. Um, But I will say, so I was like, do I want to share? Like, how much do I really need to share? And do I want to share? But like we always said from the beginning, this show only works if you are authentic. And listen, bitches, it had been almost two years. Two years. That's a long ass time, okay? And I'm I'm very proud of that. Yes. Number one. Yes. Because there was a lot of healing and a lot of self-reflection and self-awareness that went into those two years. And mind you, as your friend, I will say you had opportunities in those two years, right? To engage in something, but yeah. you just waited until you were ready to do something like that. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, more power to people, mainly women who are like, no, I'm just going to get my freak on, which I totally appreciate. Like, go ahead. But for me, I was like, I made a conscious decision and and plus COVID really did not help. Um, I didn't realize it was going to be quite that long. (laughs) Two weeks. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I was glad that it had been that long because I feel like I took a lot of time on myself and just to like work on my own shit, right? It was like a forced sabbatical. It was like yeah. a forced sex sabbatical. It was. But I feel like you came out of it like guns blazing. Oh, I <laughs> like I you really- fucking knew what you wanted, how you wanted it, who you wanted it from. And you went check, check and check. Super funny. So fucking hats off to you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, while we were on our break, I had time to actually listen to podcasts. And I will say I need to shout out this podcast because we are going to get into that, too, because I have a whole list of podcasts Mm -hmm. I listen to Mm -hmm. because ours wasn't on. Yes. That I have to shout out. Yes. Sorry. So, no, you're fine. So Girls Gotta Eat podcast is fucking hysterical. It is so hysterical. And they mainly talk about dating and sex. So I was listening to their podcast for a while and they had a podcast like in the beginning of the summer that was the title of it is shoot your shot girl summer. And it was all about which I fucking love Love that title. Like that was hilarious. So I and it was all about like, who cares? Like everybody's coming out of COVID right now. If you want to ask somebody out, just fucking ask them out. What's the worst that could happen? So there's a few things about this now. So this is this is not a traditional relationship, I just want to say. Like, it's not like I have a boyfriend and that's not what's going on here. But what's really nice about dating after divorce is you make your own rules about stuff. So, and I don't think I want a traditional relationship right now. 
So this is exactly what I need in my life right now. And I, what I love about it is that you feel so confident to just come out and say exactly what you want. There's yeah. no games. Yeah. And he tells you exactly what he wants. There's and the expectation level has been set. Yeah. And you both know what both of you want out of it. Yeah. And then there's an agreement. Right. And you guys aren't being irresponsible. Like right. I can share. Like I know that like you did make an agreement of somewhat for now exclusivity. Yes. But no promise of that's going to last either. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I like I literally think you should write a book about all of this because I think you are doing this all wonderfully. Thank you. I'm not going to lie. I am sweating a little bit sharing this. <laughs> so, but I think that's part of it. We're going to listen back to this when you're sober and you're going to be like, why did I do I that? had like a quarter of a drink. I'm I mean, not drunk. I know. I know. But yes, for real though. Um, no, but it's really, and this is somebody that I've known for a long time and I trust him. Which is really important. Exactly. And he trusts me. And I just want to say, so I listened to this episode of the Shoot Your Shot Girl Summer. And then I had, so I know him through work and I don't work with him. That's just how I met him. And yeah, for all you stalkers out there trying to figure it out exactly, right now. Exactly. Like, sleuth. You social media sleuths. You sneaky snakes. You sneaky little snakes yeah. out there. You, you won't. Sleuth snakes. <laughs> <laughs> so I've known him for like quite a few years and all, like he's a really attractive guy. I've always thought that, but never like thought anything further. And then we had an in-person meeting one day and all of a sudden the vibe changed. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see if he wants to go get a drink. Okay. So I'm just going to clarify for all of our listeners out there because I don't, <laughs> she's not doing this guy justice. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> not that it matters because it doesn't, but I would like to establish he's younger, correct? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So she's <laughs> telling me this. Not Zach Efron younger. Uh, but not too far fucking off. I mean, not age wise. I'm just talking looks and oh, body wise. Bye. I don't think you guys understand. <laughs> okay. Y'all picture this thing of like, you know, you're dating, you're older in age, right? Like if all of us are like dating past 35. All of a sudden I'm the witch and Hansel so, and yes, Gretel. Uh, suddenly like, it's fuck? like, right. It's like, oh, we're all dating like old, bald, fat men, right? Right. Like, those must be the guys who are single to date someone past 35. Mm. And for all of my listeners out there, I say my, cause I'm, I don't know. I'm going on a rant and I, I, know. I drank my whole drink, oh, but wow. all Good of our listeners who are 35 and up. Yeah. I would just like to say that I think that's the type of people or person that you picture would be single and it can keep you staying in relationships because you don't know what else is out there. Also, if you have kids or if you have kids, cause you think, Oh, well, you know, the, Someone, the second, the second person, right. after, whatever. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> Anna showed me a picture of him. Mm -hmm. And I almost went in my pants. Okay. He is very attractive. He sure is. He has a uh, very nice build from what I could tell uh -huh. from like his pictures. He's very into his physique. He sure is. He is gorgeous he is gorgeous yeah so i just want to say 
that like that alone is like, I just want to put that out there that people realize there are like hot, amazing people out there. Uh And like dating past 35 is not like dating the troll under the bridge. People, (laughs) we need to change this fucking persona. We need to change this narrative. Yeah. And more importantly than his physical appearance, which is not too shabby. Nope. Not at all. Is He's an awesome human being. Like, we crack up. We can tell jokes. We can be, like, I can be totally myself around him. He can be himself around me. And it's, like, just this whole dynamic change from, like, normal dating, which is why I'm saying, like, I don't, like, we have conversations that, like, I I don't know. I think, like, people shy away from, but I was like, hey, I'm going to make this weird for a moment. And he's like, please make it weird so it's not just me. It's not just me making it weird. I think it's so great because I think you guys have, like, both conversational and comedic intimacy. Mm -hmm. And then you add the physical intimacy. Right. And then you have fireworks. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't need to be this whole because I can't tell you how many people are like, oh, so where do you, like, is there... Do you think there could be more? Like, what are you thinking? I'm like, I'm not thinking. You're not now. I'm in the present. Like, that's what I'm doing. Because that's where I get, that's where I used to get caught up. Anna, like old Anna, it like would get caught up in that. Anna 41.0, she does not get caught up in that. She's like, whatever. I'm going to enjoy what's happening now. I'm going to appreciate what I have. I'm going to have some gratitude for hitting that. Thank you. And then whatever happens next is fine. And I think that comes to where like coming after divorce. And I think had I not done the work on myself and the intense, intense therapy over the past three years that I wouldn't be where I am now, where I'm like, listen, like I think going into it and this, I think is super important, especially for anybody who is coming out of divorce or out of a breakup or like just moving on from a relationship that was significant to them is like the week of our date, I took a yoga class with Beth and it was magical, obviously, because she is Beth and she is magical. And I cried like three times during the class. I'm like, what the fuck? But she wrote, read this poem at the end of class that totally resonated with me. And there was a line in the poem that said, I'm no longer waiting for the other shoe to drop because it already has. And I survived. And I think for anybody coming out of a relationship or coming out of like a marriage and you're starting over again, like that shit is scary. It's super scary. So the whole week leading up to us going out, I I went through so many emotions and it's like, it's not like I haven't dated anybody since I got divorced, but this just felt different because I felt different. And I was like, I'm not going to sit there and wait for the other shoe to drop because listen, at one point it probably will, or it might not. And either way, I'm going to be okay. And I'll be able to get out of it because I just fucking got out of a divorce, which is hell on earth. Like that sucks. Divorce sucks. So I just knew either way I'd be okay. I know that I'm awesome alone. I know that I could be an awesome partner to somebody too, but I'm only going to be with people who, or a person who makes me feel better about things or who makes me like improve as a person. I'm not going to waste my time with bullshit. 
<laughs> you asshole. I'm like, I've been what, waiting. I had, I, like, I had it. I had what it. What is she working on? I on had her it phone. queued up. That is and then so I was funny. like about to press. I was like, she's not done. Nope. I was she like, not done to, she's nope, not done. She's not done. No, nope, she's not done. No, but, no. I'm so happy you're putting that message out there in the universe. I think a lot of people need to hear it. Yeah. And I'm super proud of you for sharing that story because as vulnerable as it feels, I, I, I will tell you right now, your life experience will help inspire other people in their life experiences. I mean, I, just I think hope, it's really important. Thank you for saying that. I mean, I just hope it makes somebody feel fucking normal. Because coming like into the stuff and like dating, especially after COVID, when you're like, what just happened here? <laughs> like it just to like normalize stuff like it's hard. It's hard. And we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And we're like, I mean, for some people who want to get married again, like I totally respect that. I do not want to get married again. I don't I, I don't think it's something that's necessary for me to do. And I think at the end of the day, like you said, it's just figuring out what you want and yeah. then not being afraid to go after it. Exactly. And be very clear about your intentions. Yeah. Because you deserve that. And I was very clear. And you know this better than I anybody. Know. I was very clear about my intentions going into the summer. And then that shit happened like weeks later. I was like, whoa, <laughs> I am magical. <laughs> like, you manifested that. I did. And it's just cool to like have somebody like we don't need to talk every day. We don't need to text every day. And I can let my freak flag fly. And he's down with that. And I'm down with whatever he wants to do. It's just like this mutual respect that we have for each other. And that's mutual appreciation for each other. And not waiting for what happens next. It's just what's going on right now. Right. Just worry about what's going on right now and not focus so much on like, well, what does this mean? That's another thing that's been really hard for me is like, well, what does this mean if he does this? And I'm like, no, I know this guy. Like, and also I know myself. I'll just ask him if yeah. I have a question. Trust knowing him. Yeah. More than, yeah, questioning everything. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's just like, this is bananas man it's a crazy way to live and a crazy way to date but i'm like okay i'm gonna just do this and see what happens So we both took vacations. I use vacation loosely on Ugh. both of our behalves, by the way. We should call them trips. Yes. We took trips, not vacation. Actually, we both traveled. Do you know <laughs> do you know what I call it? FFF hmm. forced family fun. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not everyone's like family fun day. I'm like forced yeah. family fun. It, ain't nobody actually want to do that. I'm going to kick this one off because I know oh, yours was worse yes. and I don't want this to be like a Charlotte dying ball pit situation. <laughs> so I'm just going to jump in. I'm just going to okay. jump in. Got it. I'm Doree. I'm long winded. <laughs> I'm just going to jump in first. I love it. Do it. Do it. So we went to Cedar Point for exactly two days. <laughs> two days. Yes. We had two days. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, I was so, I, you know, I, I feel bad because I think I put a ton of pressure on the vacation because we hadn't gone anywhere as a family of four in so long. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, this is going to be great. Like I just had, and, and you know what? Expectation is like, someone said one time jealousy or envy is deprives you of joy, but I actually oh, think yeah. expectation does. Oh, right. 1000%. Right. Because I just had this expectation. I was like, this is going to be great. We haven't spent time, the four of us together on vacation. And then like, once I was there, I was like, Hey, asshole, you spent the four of you together for a year in COVID and that didn't work out so well. Why did you think moving it to a different location would be better? Yeah. So how'd that go? Well, my 16 year old daughter is wonderful. She is better than I was at her age. She doesn't drink or smoke or have anything to do with boys. And she is a very (laughs) good kid. That being said, Traveling with a 16-year-old on vacation is like traveling with MTV's Daria. (laughs) Nothing is exciting. Nothing amuses her. You only piss her off. She's over everything. So it's just a lot of scuffing, eye rolls, whininess, entitlement. Mm. Um, yeah. Basically, it's just the worst form. She doesn't communicate. Like, I almost would rather her yell and like have fights. It's like no communication. She just doesn't say anything. So then I lose my mind. Right. Or like, I'm like, oh my God, this will be so fun. So I like ordered a drink because we were on vacation. She's like, oh, well, I have to have a drink. And like little jabs. By the way, I don't know why I gave her like a Santa Claus voice because she doesn't (laughs) have that. But like. Everything she just like so throwing jabs, throw throwing jabs. Like she's just like they just jab you. Nobody tells you that when like you live with a teenager that they're kind of an emotional terrorist. Like they literally take any. They're just miserable, and they don't know right. He's an emotional terrorist, and they don't know why they're miserable. They have no reason. They have no actual sustainable reason to be miserable, Mm -hmm. but they're miserable. So. Like anybody, when you're miserable, you want everyone to be miserable. So when you go on vacation with your mother, who's like, vacation, which was me, Mm. she wanted to murder me. Right. It did not go well. We got in a domestic in line while waiting to go on the Millennium Force. And it was so bad that when we got off the the roller coaster to go look at the photos, I'm like, CPS will be there (laughs) to... Pick me up and take me home. And this we had way. a call <laughs> about an argument. I with just your will daughter. never forget. We're like going up a roller coaster, and and I refused to sit with her because she was being such an asshole. And so, like, I'm sitting with Kendi, who I like, love, and adore eternally because she was so manipulatively nice to me. Yeah. So my <laughs> other one's in the back seat with my husband, and the seat behind us. We're going up this high hill and she's crying and, and and my husband's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. This hill isn't that bad. And I turn around. I go, Daniel, she's crying because she's an asshole. And I turned around <laughs> and we went up another roller coaster and it was great. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Um, you know, we all came together in the end. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. want to, we want, we were like, we're just going to do one ride together as a family. Like we literally were like, 
it was so bad. Even Kennedy was like, I had a mental breakdown. Like every single one of us had a crying mental breakdown. At one point we were at Perkins, which was the restaurant in our hotel. And all, all three of us were crying. And Dan just wanted to probably jump out of the window. Oh my God. Could you? And our waitress comes over and she's like, everything. Okay. I'm like, yeah, go away. Like it was so everyone's fighting. Everyone's miserable. Everyone's tired. Two days. And, um, it was just crazy. So at the very end, we're like, okay, let's just do one ride as a family. This will be good. This will be like, this will bring us back on the same page. Like, let's go. Keely was being positive. We waited in line for like 40 minutes, got to the front of the line, and the ride broke down. No. But you know what? We were so delirious. We actually started laughing, and we're like, and that's our fucking family right now. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. We waited for a little while and then it, it ended up going back up and we got on it and it was all good. But we kind of laughed because we're like, look, the ride's broken like our family right now. <laughs> it was metaphorical. Oh, my God. Uh, but, you know, it was all good in the end. Somehow, I think there are lessons to be learned for all of us on that vacation. Right. I'm sorry. Trip. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, Cedar Point for two days. Trip. Um I think I lost my voice because I was literally screaming at my daughter, but it's all good. It's so hard. It's all good. It's so hard. (laughs) So um, if you guys recall, I had discussed that we were traveling to Myrtle Beach for uh, my older son's travel baseball. So (laughs) now I had told a story I remember on the podcast of my conversation with the hotel booking person. Yes, you did. Yes. And how she was totally feeling me. We were on the phone for like 40 minutes. And I was like, here's a situation. We're spending the week there. I'm with my ex-husband and my two kids. So we need like separate but together rooms. She's like, I got you. Well, that bitch lied. (laughs) She lied real hard. And I feel completely betrayed. And I did not appreciate it. We should just call her Erica Jane. We're just going to uh, call yeah, the reception. Exactly. At Erica hotel, Jane. Erica, Erica Jane. Jane. Yep. So we decided that we are going to drive down. So we said, we'll drive. We'll stop in D.C. And then the next day we'll finish driving to Myrtle Beach. So we drove down to D.C. We walked the mall. Okay, so I just want to say, <laughs> preface this. That, go ahead. What were you going to say? Anna only sent me a picture of the fountain. <laughs> it was so great. I wanted to say that. Yeah, it was so great. But also, I could see why you fell in it. And Thank I was you. There. Yeah, I was thank there you. in the middle of the day. And that was the grossest fucking water ever. So thank don't God you threw your shoes out. Please don't tell me that. Well, you're okay. Yeah. And thank God you <laughs> threw your shoes out. So, um, yeah. So we got to D.C. Now, I wear a Fitbit. And I saw that I only had like 2,500 steps, right? We left at like 7 in the morning. We got to D.C. around 4, 430 So we park the car and then we're walking towards the mall. So the mall being the DC mall where national mall. Yeah. The national. Thank you. Thank you. I I can't believe I knew that. I know. Good for you. I'm a pro. You are. (laughs) So we were walking the mall and the kids, Josh is a huge history buff. So he's like getting a boner over this stuff, right? Like he loves this stuff. And I felt terrible because it was super hot and the kids were 
miserable. <laughs> so I'm literally buying them slushies at like the food <laughs> trucks. I'm like, just cool down with this. Just come on, stop it. Cause I felt bad for Josh. Cause he was super excited about it. And he was super, this excited. was clearly the beginning of your trip. <laughs> 100% <laughs> the beginning of my trip. Yes. Because I cared about anyone else other than my own actual feelings. <laughs> So we're walking the mall. The kids are miserable. And then they finally got to it because like they got it together. So I let Jude put his feet in the pool by the war memorial. Which, That's like, where I fell. Other people were doing. That's where I fell. But not I not the reflecting pool. The reflecting pool goes down and then it opens up into the where the war memorial the oh. World War Two veteran memorial. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. No. That's wow. where I fell. Yikes. Mm. Because when you're standing there, there's steps to go down. Yeah, there are. And you see the top of people's heads. And, I, yeah. and it was there was no wind. So there was no waves or ripples. Right, right, right. Looks like glass. And I thought those were Ooh, stairs down to that's rough. where those people were. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So after that, they cooled down a little bit and they felt a little bit better. So then we walked around for a while. And then I was like, let's go get something to eat because we're all getting like a little a little Ooh. and it was like five o'clock. No, it was like six o'clock. So I'm like, all right, we walked around a lot. Okay. So I look at my Fitbit and at the end of the day, I had 17,000 steps. <laughs> so like 15,000 steps were just in DC and we were only there for like three hours maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now I know why the kids were miserable. Also, Jude was drinking red Gatorade and somehow got it all over my white shirt. So we had been walking around for a few hours. I have red Gatorade on my white shirt and we find one restaurant that's open and we're like, let's just go here. So it turns out it's actually a nicer restaurant. So we did not belong there, but they were very kind and they seated us anyway and we ate. So Josh and the kids had burgers and it was apparently the best burger ever, which it should be. I had like an actually like nice salmon and black rice dinner. It was delicious. And our bill was like $150. Josh is like, what the fuck? I go, dude, just, just we got this. Okay. It's fine. Whatever. I also want to point out though, when you told me this story, yes, I was like, oh yeah, that's a lot. But I'm I, like for a fact that's like a normal bill for you and I at the Grange. I know. I know. But that's I mean, also us like drinking a lot. I didn't have any alcohol at dinner. Oh, okay. Well, then that would be a shocking. That bill. was just straight up food. Okay. All right. Because I was yeah. like, usually you and I hit that at a Grange yeah. night. And yeah. we're only ordering apps. <laughs> and 37 drinks. And so that oysters. Yeah. Yes. So, but yeah, this was just four meals and an appetizer. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And keep in mind, one of my children is eight years old. Yeah. Children's menu. (laughs) Yeah. Like that should have been $10. Yeah. Anyway. So we're like, okay, where should we go stay? Like, where should we drive to? So because we weren't going to stay in D.C. So I was like, okay, we could either drive to I forgot what part of Virginia, um, which is like an hour away, or we could try to drive to Richmond which is two hours away. But then tomorrow, the next day, we'll only have like a six or seven hour drive. God bless you. You're welcome. God bless you. You're welcome. And so the kids were like, Richmond, Richmond, Richmond. I'm like, you guys don't even fucking know what's going on here, but okay. So we ended up driving to Richmond only. We were stuck in the worst fucking traffic. 
So it instead of two hours, it took like three and a half hours to get to Richmond. So by the time we get there, it's like 11 o'clock. So I'm like, we only booked one hotel room. So I'm like, whatever. I shared a bed with Max. Josh shared a bed with Jude. I go, I'm going to need y'all to get away from me <laughs> because I want to like punch a baby right now. So we literally checked into the hotel room and went to bed. We are done. So the next morning we went to breakfast in the hotel and then we left for, we stopped at a public so I could get Starbucks and Love then, that. yes. And then I was driving. That's why it was my car. I'm uh, like, we're stopping here. Yeah. <laughs> and so we got gas and then we drove to Myrtle beach. So the best part is I'm like, we won't have to stop that many times. Or if we do, it's because of Jude. So Jude could pee in like a bottle or something like, I mean, I don't know if I got a penis, I'm going to pee in whatever. Right. So Jude's in the car and he's like, I got to pee. I'm like, no, we just left. No, pee in a bottle. And he's like, okay. So he literally puts a, a Gatorade bottle on his penis and the Gatorade bottle's upside down. I go, bro, gravity is not going to work on that. Like you have to point that thing down, point it down. Yeah. It was really ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, we ended up stopping every two and a half hours because I had to pee. Yeah. So Hashtag thanks Starbucks. Yeah. So anyway, so we get to Myrtle Beach and we're like, oh my God, thank God we're here. I'm like, I'm the type of person who needs alone time. So I'm like, get me the fuck out of this car and away from these people right now. Because you thought you were walking into the two bedroom. Yeah. Villa. Pretty much. That you had yeah. arranged yeah. with Erica Jane. With Erica Jane. Yeah. So we check in. They tell us our room number and they're like 126. I'm like, well, that's weird. Why is it 120? I have an oceanfront view. 126. That sounds like it's the ground floor. <laughs> so we didn't like you. No. I, I, I don't know. Well. So we get to our room and it is indeed on the ground floor. Now our front door faces across from the indoor pool that has the water slides. So all you hear are people running towards that pool and kids running up the stairs to go down the water slides. <laughs> and so the way that Erica Jane described it to me on the phone was it's two bedrooms and there's a kitchen and a bathroom dividing the bedrooms. So there's doors dividing things, right? But what actually happened was you walk into the room and there's one bedroom and there's a door and then you open the door and there's the mini kitchen and the bathroom, which turns out to be the sink on the outside. So the sink is technically in the kitchen and then a door and then there's a uh, bathtub, shower and a toilet. Super small space, by the way. And then it's just open space for the second bedroom. And then there's the sliding doors to go out to show you the oceanfront view, right? Only it's a fucking bush and a public walkway outside of your patio. I'm like, I can't do yoga on my patio. There's a fucking public walkway. <laughs> Everyone's going to see me. <laughs> like, what is happening here? So as we open up the curtains to see our oceanfront view, I'm using air quotes. <laughs> One of the dads from the other baseball players and, and his son, the baseball player, are walking by and they happen to turn around 
and they start dying laughing. And they're like, we literally just said these poor son of a sons of bitches who have the first floor. And then you guys open your thing and we open the curtain to the four of us like, what is this? I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is not a cheap place. Okay. I'm like, I am not paying for like, I can't even open up my curtains because everyone can see in this room. Are you kidding me? (laughs) So I go to the front desk and I'm like in a panic and I'm like, I'm not going to be rude. That's not who I am. So I get this guy and I go, hi. So I have a question. I go, we're on like the first floor. I go, there's like, like our patio opens up to like a public walkway. I go, is there any other room available? I'm like, this is bad. I go, I, I, and I need two separate bedrooms. This is like, this is not separate bedrooms. And he's like, we're fully booked, ma'am. I go, what? Is there a wait list? I can put on? <laughs> he goes, yeah, we can get you on a wait list. I go, but it has to be two bedrooms. Okay. Oh my God. It's gotta be two bedrooms. He goes, okay. So Josh takes the kids. They, of course, the kids were, all they want to do is go in the pool. Cause they so, can hear it. <laughs> probably. Exactly. Cause everyone's walking by our room to get to it, to get to the pool. So Josh takes the kids to the room and I sit in on one of the beds and I'm just sobbing. I'm like, I have a fucking week of this a week, a whole week. This is it. The room is dirty. It is not even clean. You know, I would have died. Oh, you would have died. First thing we did when we got to Cedar point was my every single, and I will give credit where credit is due. I had all of my family members on the floor with Clorox wipes. Yeah. Wiping Mm -hmm. the entire fucking place down and we brought our own sheets and pillows no because i'm a psychopath i should have done all of that i should have done all of that so i'm like oh my god i can't believe i had to pay for this shit like there was weird stuff going on with the whole baseball team anyway so i'm like what the fuck is this whole week gonna be like like it's gonna be a fucking nightmare like this essentially is like the real world only it's my family. Yeah. And Josh. I, I felt so bad because I'm like texting and I'm like, oh, the pictures of the ocean. And I think like your text back was like, get me home. <laughs> you were like, I am counting down oh my God. the days. It was bad. I was like, oh. Yeah. The room, like, I feel like if it wasn't everything all together, I would have been okay. And also, like, listen, yes, we are divorced. Yes, we have moments. Yes, I'm super grateful that we could do something like this together because I know a lot of divorce couples can't do this. We're like, we drive down together. We end up sharing. But like, the bottom line is you can do together. that because it's a ton of work. It is a ton of work. Yeah. So that you had to work. Oh, my God. The entire trip. Yeah. And you're not even with your spouse. So you can just like vent and be like this room fucking sucks oh no i made that pretty clear (laughs) to everybody in that room i go this room is the fucking worst thing ever i was dropping f-bombs like it was my job and then the next day jude goes this room sucks i go hey the hotel is doing the best (laughs) and when jude's 16 he's gonna come right back at you and throw it in your face i know that's what they do i know oh god yeah it i was just like you got it. it was like everything. Also, I just want to point out I was also premenstrual. For which what it's just, worth. Yeah. For what it's worth. Which is just like 
for women who get the period, you know, it's not a great week to begin yeah. with. So I'm like, you're monster. Okay, I'm just sobbing. Yeah. I'm just sobbing. This is my <laughs> life. It's fine. So, and then the worst was so that, I mean, on top of like the room being disgusting, the first floor balcony, one of the first nights we were there, I had to escort a cockroach out the door. Oh, like I can't, I can't Max was so Max and I shared a bed and Josh and Jude shared a bed in the other room that where we could actually shut the door. So <laughs> I went to go to bed and I looked down and I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so some people were calling them cockroaches. Some people were calling them palmetto bugs. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was enormous and I didn't want to kill it because yeah, There's they could have babies and then yes. they launch yes. the babies. I Everywhere. read R.L. Stein yes. when I was growing up. Okay. <laughs> I remember that shit. So right. I'm literally using a paper plate to escort this fucking thing out the sliding door. I'm I like, would have been down the street at a hotel. Like, I I'm an asshole. I would not to lose my I wanted to lose my shit. And Max is sleeping. Of course, he slept all like right through it because he could sleep through a fucking marching band. But I was like, so then I, the first night I go to get into the bed and I sit on the bed and I hear creak (laughs) and I could feel every fucking spring in that mattress. I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. This is fine. I'm fine. I'll be fine. And the air conditioning was right next to the bed. So it was blowing on us all night, all night. So you could imagine the neck pain I woke up with because I'm a woman of a certain age. Yes. So, so yeah. Then three days later, I get this fucking rash on my arm. Yes. Right. And I'm like, what, what is that? Is that bed bugs? So now I'm convinced I have bed bugs, which I did not. Yeah. So one of the moms is, is a medical professional. So I'm like, what is this? And she's like, well, I, she sent it to her infectious doctor at work. Yeah. And he was like, it's heat rash. I'm like, that is not heat rash. I still don't know what it is. And I'll get to why, because I spent the past week, uh, that we got back trying to, uh, navigate other medical concerns. So, on top of everything, like the kids were, they did really well in baseball. They made it to the semifinals and then they lost. <laughs> That's like a side note. Also, yeah. the kids did great. Yeah. The kids were great. <laughs> the parents were super fun. Yeah. <laughs> Anna thought she had bed bugs. Though. I thought I had bed Nobody bugs. cares about how the kids did. They just want to know about your fucking bed bugs. Well, yeah. They, so then I was like telling like my sisters, I go, I think my body is physically rejecting this whole vacation. <laughs> Like, I don't understand what is happening. So then one of the last nights we were there, Faith, I don't even think I told you this because I couldn't even like believe that this had happened. Somebody fucking died on the beach. What? Somebody fucking died on the beach. Not someone you knew. No. Like in In front of you. Like I was not on the beach. We were all on the patio and then some of the parents were like in their rooms and well, maybe towers. that's why the universe knew and didn't give you an ocean view room. Jesus Christ. You would have seen that. I would have seen that shit. Maybe the bush was better. 
<laughs> terrible because somebody actually died. Yeah, somebody there was but like, like for real. Could you imagine opening your windows in the morning? Like, oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, someone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it happened. Sirens. Like, yeah, it was crazy. And we saw the sirens and we're like, what how did someone pass away? On? So. We don't know the details, okay? But what we do know is that, and we were on the beach. It was at night. This is literally the White Lotus. I don't know if any of you guys are watching this <laughs> on HBO or if it's just me, but we know somebody dies. Yeah, I'm watching it. We don't know And um, they yeah. take terrible care of the hotel and a bunch of psychos, Anna, are staying there in <laughs> yeah. psychotic situations. Josh. And, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure, are you just trying to set me up for the actual premise of the white lotus because this is what fucking happened on the oh show God. that i'm currently watching yeah no so somebody died on the beach so all we know is that it was like a family of three so like the um the son was older like in his like late teens that's what i mean by older. who passed away the dad Oh, what? like people. So we were on the patio part by the pool and like other people heard screaming. We didn't hear screaming. All we saw at night or during the day, it was in at night. We saw the ambulance and we're like, what the hell's going on? Then we couldn't find three of the kids. Mine being one of them. Of I'm course. like, of no. course, uh, of course. Yeah, right. Because I and you know, if you hear a siren, typically, yeah. yeah, it's a Twarzak. Exactly. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> One I've been around your boys two times. One thousand when one of them ended up in a hospital. Yeah, or immediate care. One thousand percent. Yes. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, where is Max? <laughs> and then, so then we, so then I find Max. Well, first of all, I'm like. Where's Jude? Because <laughs> Max is a rule follower. He would never go to the ocean without telling me. Right. Jude is a sneaky little snake. So he would fucking do everything I say. That is like the, he would do the opposite of what I tell him to. So Jude was accounted for. Finally, I find Max. Then we couldn't find the other two kids. We're like, I mean, like truly worst case scenario, yeah. right? So then we find out it, no, it's somebody else. So I don't know if this man had, I think, and this is just my assumption here, because if a wave would have taken him, like they would not have found him, right? Sure. Like if it was like sure. a current situation. Sure. Yeah. And we were on the beach like maybe 30 minutes to an hour before that. And the waves weren't bad. So for it to turn like that would have been weird. So I think he had a cardiac event in the sure. ocean. Okay. That's what I think. That is my uh, assumption of what happened. And yeah, he, they took him away in the ambulance. And one of the other moms saw that like they stopped working on him. Jesus. I know. I was like, I think I literally I'm, the worst vacation I've ever heard. of. Right. So then I'm like, I'm manifesting this. Like, I'm so fucking irate right now that I'm manifesting all of this bad shit happening. Right. Because within 30 minutes of us being there, Jude wiped out in the parking lot and like scraped the shit out of his shoulder. I'm like, I did this. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I needed to like take a deep breath. Yeah, because so, you knew you were now fucking up shit. I know. You. And I was trying so hard not to. The only alone time I spent was when I was doing fucking laundry in the public laundromat. 
I always do laundry on vacation. I know. It's glorious. It, I mean, you're by yourself. Terrible. I put my ear pods in. Ear pods. Ear pods. <laughs> ear pods. What the fuck are they? They go in my ears. Um, it's yeah. great. That's that's when you get your vacation is when you're doing fucking laundry. I was like, welcome to being a mom. This, this is, is pathetic. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to tell you guys, though, we have something that is big, oh. big, big news for us. And it makes up for what we just went through. There's a place called Kokomo. That's where you wanna go. Take it away from it all. Bodies in the sand. Tropical dreams are melting in your hand. We'll be falling in love to the rhythm of the steel drum band. Down in Kokomo. Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Montego, baby, why don't we go to the Kokomo? I get there fast. If we get there slow, nope. That's where we want to go. Guys, so big announcement. Oh my God. So, mind you, Anna went through a terrible, uh, actual terrible. The man died. Like, I don't know what the fuck. You didn't even tell me that. Why is that? It's it's terrible. You're going straight to hell. Straight to hell. Stupid. Straight to hell. Stupid. (laughs) The martinis of (laughs) KJ. That's a trip. Faux show. And I and two days at Cedar Point. Once again, I'm so glad I went first because it's like ball pit Charlotte. Like two days at Cedar Point was nothing. Why is there so much death around me? Oh my god, terrible! I get that out of your system. I know. I totally saged myself because big announcement. Mm. Some of you may remember if you're an OG listener that we had a bachelor panel that was kicked off with a menage a trois with my good friend Jay. Mm-hmm. And we had an episode with me, Jay, and Anna. Mm-hmm. It was one of my faves. It was a really great episode. Jay is getting married mm-hmm. somewhere in the Caribbean. And Anna and I are going <laughs> just the two of us. <laughs> No husbands, no nope. children. Nope. We are going to Jay's wedding together. We have already booked it. Oh, it is an all-inclusive. Oh. We got a room with a hot tub that I will clean out with bleach before we even think about setting one pinky toe in it. I mean, I may not even get in it. Yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. But Anna and I yes. are taking an all-inclusive vacation for six days together. 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 In yeah. May. Yeah. 
So all we kept texting each other was <laughs> while we were on our vacations. Mine was for two days. Again, now seems pretty insubstantial compared to what no, you dealt totally with. No, it's totally fine. But oh my god, all we were texting each other was, "I can't fucking wait until May. I can't wait till May. I can't, I can't wait, wait until May. You know what? This is not a fucking vacation. You know what a vacation is? Where we're going in May. What we are doing in May. Yes. And literally, it's like just I hate Justin Timberlake because of J- Britney Spears. Right. But all Same. I can think of is him going, "It's gonna be May." <laughs> I'm going to make that my fucking ringtone. I don't even like him anymore. And it's like the weekend after Mother's Day. I wish I was on Mother's Day. It's fine. <laughs> I know. I know. Same, same, same. Same, same, same. But we are. Wasn't John Stamos in the video for Kokomo? Isn't Stavros? What's that name? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm so excited for our vacation. And it's so funny because I've only told a few people that this is happening. Oh, and they're really? Like, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, what are you guys going to do? I said, don't worry about it. No, I was like, it's either going to go one way or the other. So where we are staying is an all inclusive resort and it has yes. a casino. It has nightclubs. It has like a ton of shit. It's actually like super cool. And like we keep talking <sighs> to Jay and Jay's like, it's a party hotel. Like. Jay's like all about how much of a party hotel this is. This is hilarious. And I'm like, Anna and I are either going to go and we're going to be like, we are going to while out and like go out every night and like fucking do whatever we want. Sun's out, tits out. Or we are going <laughs> to. Wow. I gained I, I gained some weight. So I do have. Tits I know. Now. Same. Right. Yeah, I it's totally nice. have tits yeah. now. It's but so they're great. not coming out. I will right. say that. No one. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, um, same. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I said, we're either going to be like, I said, we're just going to go with it. We're either going to be like fucking out going crazy or we're going to be in at seven o'clock with <laughs> eye masks <laughs> and fucking doing facials. And I'm like, Brady and Anna's here. We're watching Netflix all night. Yeah. And going to bed at nine and maybe like snapping our fingers and ordering room service. Yes. I will fucking live in pajamas and room service for seven days. Also. I do not even care. Like it's going to go one way or the other. Yes. We are either going to surprise ourselves and be like super adventure. Like it's so funny because Jay's like, oh, there's all these like excursions you can do. So I like I called Anna. I'm like, do you want to do any excursions? And she's like, like maybe yes, but like maybe no. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, I mean, feel like I that's how it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention, like, I will literally know no one except for you and Jay there. Yeah. But I also. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she had, like a lot of people from my high school there. Uh, so I'm going to pretty yeah. much hang out with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it's going to be great because I'm like, I'm not going to give a shit. I'm no, like, I, I, don't I absolutely anybody. don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't really care about anyone that's not going. to mention. I love weddings. Oh. Wedding. Oh, well, you see, we have different views of weddings because you see weddings as like, oh, that's work. Like because of what you do for a living. Yes. But I see them as I'm, I'm also dance. I'm also working this wedding. Yes. 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 We so, should let that be known. While I will be on the beach doing like reading. No, you're my assistant. No. Reading a book. Or I will no. totally be your assistant because, again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just one day of the vacation. And you know what the thing is? We get to do whatever the fuck we want. I know. Oh, my we God. We don't have to be accountable for anything. If we separate, anyway, we're yeah. fine. Yeah. We're good. Actually, my mom's probably listening. Mom, we're not going to separate. Don't worry. Oh, my God. No, we don't need to Natalie Holloway ourselves. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. That was rude. <laughs> number one, nobody wants you have a lot of death around you right now. I feel like I we shouldn't be joking about that kind of well, shit. Well, number one, nobody wants to human traffic a 41 year old. So I think I'm safe. <laughs> you might not be. <laughs> I think I think I'm good now. If I keep going on this weight gain journey, no one's gonna touch me. I'm gonna be good to go. <laughs> No one's rolling me out of ball pits. But your tits Fuck will be it. huge. My tits will be huge. As, as will every other part of me. <laughs> is, oh, my God. Martini's I like, just think this is funny because we're drinking. It is. I think we're listening. We're like, this is not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we will yeah. be podcasting. That's mm. for fucks fucking sake sure i think we should do some live videos oh we could totally do that yeah we're totally totally gonna maybe bring you in or we're gonna say we're going to and then we're gonna get there and be like well i'll do that yeah but we'll let you know about it afterwards (laughs) in some way you may or may not be a part of it yeah There go our reviews. That is, I can see them plummeting down <laughs> like my relationship with my daughter on a roller coaster. Like the vaguest thing. We're, we're going to live podcast or not. <laughs> it depends how we feel, guys. It depends how we feel. I'm going to bring like six books and probably read like a page of one. A page. <laughs> and we'll just be like sleeping. On I just page. feel like we don't know how we're actually going to be till we get there. Because yeah. neither neither of us are ever in a position where we are not responsible for other yeah. people. Yeah. So like once we are not responsible for other people, all bets are fucking off. It would be super funny like if we think of this i mean may is kind of like a long way away right now so we got a lot of time in between there <clears throat> but if we like l- like instagram lived from the airport or something yeah i mean like well, that's what i'm saying i feel like yeah. we should instagram live yeah but i don't want to say that <laughs> yeah because we might not at the same time because uh, knowing us will be like running from a plane oh, to a plane 1000 percent. yeah and nobody wants That'll to have us. that on instagram no no it'll be a lot of me wheezing <laughs> <laughs> little mermaiding on the rock <laughs> little mermaiding out of the fucking ball pit oh <laughs> hoist her up <laughs> fucking balls are just falling <laughs> If you I knew mean, with any luck, balls are just falling. <laughs> That's my kind of vacation. <laughs> I'll be in the hot tub after I've thoroughly cleaned it. <laughs> I will be cleaning oh those jets God. with a toothbrush. Oh, I cannot wait to dance my face <laughs> off at a wedding. I just want to say that. Oh, God. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm not technically an invited guest, but I am now. You are, Jay. And I don't want to say both names because I don't want to like totally give. But they're they both know you're coming. They're very excited. You're going to be a wonderful addition to the wedding until I get there. <laughs> and then they're like, what just happened? Oh, no. Oh, no. You're definitely going to like it. I'm going to catch that bouquet. I don't really know how I'm it's going to go. catch the garter. <laughs> I you're gonna catch the garter, <laughs> and then you're gonna put it on your own <laughs> leg. You're like, here I go, put my garter on my leg. Well, Lizzo's soulmate is blaring in the oh background. Oh my god! Oh, well, I so I have to find fun. out. I have to get a list of the names of the. 
people that are going. I know yeah, that there were. I'm gonna no, there Facebook. were a few. Yeah. There were a few that I was like, they are not going, correct? And Jay's like, no, they're definitely not going. Oh, okay. So I'm. I know I'm in the clear for like what I'd be trying to avoid, but I think the people going are more of a vague acquaintance of mine. Oh, good. Any of the close acquaintances, like we've Jay and I have burned bridges with, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, but it'll be interesting. But yeah, Anna and I will be partying and we will be uh, maybe Instagramming live with you guys. Maybe not. But either maybe way, podcasting live. we're so freaking maybe excited <laughs> that we are taking a vacation together. Oh, my God. First vacation. Guys, it's only taken me at that point. It'll be almost three years to get her to go on a fucking <laughs> vacation with me. She's like, I'm going to Costa Rica for two weeks by myself. I'm going to Ireland with all of my other friends. <laughs> I'm like, hey, when can I jump on one of these can vacations? We, can we go on? The, and I've, I've mean, never been really going bigger, going. Home oh, yeah. Again. And I've never been more excited to be like, hey, you want to go to such and so with me? And she's like, I mean, are we afraid people are going to show up there? Can't we just say where we're going? I mean, I guess the three. We're not like three fucking people that listen Kira and J-Lo. <laughs> we're not Kathy Christ. Hilton, Kyle Hilton. <laughs> Giving out their addresses on Instagram Live. That was so funny. Oh God, my God, I love Kathy Hilton. Ah, she's the best. She's the best. Like a python, tick ticking like a time bomb. Limited edition, gotta buy it with no try on. I purchased like a lion, knock them out like Tyson. Everybody knows that I'm a million dollar diamond. I'm reckless, offensive, I destroy your defenses. My guest list is priceless, and yes, I run a tight ship. Bentley's and Benzies, two cash color lenses, and dollars and senses. Ching, it's expensive to be made. I mean, I don't think it's expensive to be her anymore. I mean, it is now because of those legal fees. I hope, you know, this is the only song we've ever played on the podcast. I'm like, this bitch can't sue me. She's so proud. (laughs) (laughs) I hope the money of playing that song went directly to the victims of the flight from India. So, okay. So now we've segued into our pop culture. Into our pop culture, which we're going to cover. Yes. Britney Spears. Simone Biles. Yes. Bravo. Yeah. Love is blind. Yeah. So we figured we'd save it for the end because we do know that there are listeners that pretty much go power off when we get into pop culture. Yes. So for those of you who have listened to us up until now, we'll do Bravo last. Yeah. <laughs> we are definitely going to talk about Britney Spears, though, and Simone Biles. Oh, my God. And so, all of these things. So many things about Britney Spears. First of all, I don't even remember. We had talked about the Hulu documentary, I think, on Britney and then the whole conservatorship where her dad was her conservator. And she, I think in the time in between our last episode and now, she had gone to court to ask petition to get removed. Yes. Yes. And it was denied. Yes. And then she petitioned to get her own lawyer Mm -hmm. that was not assigned to her by her father. Yes. Then, Jamie Lynn, Jamie Lynn, that's her sister, right? Jamie Lynn. I don't know this. 
Martini's going right to my head. Yeah. Jamie Lynn. <laughs> yeah. So Jamie Lynn. Because her dad's Lynn. such a fucking narcissist. He named the daughter Jamie. Jamie. And then and the mother is Lynn. also a narcissist and went with Lynn. So then Jamie Lynn had posted this thing on Instagram or social media, like supporting Britney. And then Britney like clapped back. She and did. Woo. It was rough, man. She did. This whole thing about how nope. Like Britney has gone out to say that she actively supports the free Britney movement. Yeah. And she says that all of her family members should be in jail for what they've done to her. She does not say she didn't pull a Prince William where she like (laughs) very politically exempted any family member. Like Prince William was like, my family members are racist and question the color of my baby skin. You know, but my, I'm sorry, Harry. Harry. He's like, but I love my grandmother. You uh-huh. know, like she didn't right. say that. She wasn't like my family should go to jail. But my sister's great. Like she's like y'all are a bunch <laughs> of crooks. Y'all are getting paid by me. Mm-hmm. There have been more than enough legal documents that have come out that showed that every single one of her media family members gets paid out by her. And Jamie Lynn was arguing that she doesn't get paid out by her, but apparently she has remixed some of Britney's songs and put them out in like the universe. And she's getting paid residuals on her remixes of her sister's songs. Unbelievable. So again, girl, you still riding on those coattails. Bye. So just recently, her dad has agreed to step down from his conservatorship. Mainly, I would guess because of the amount of death threats he's getting to his house. Like there are literal welcome mats being made saying Wait. welcome to everyone. But <laughs> Britney Spears' I, dad. I bought one. Oh, my God. I want one so bad. For the new house. Yeah. <laughs> I bought one. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, I can't even I can't even handle it. Yeah, it's, he's a terrible all of human. It's so amazing. Got to go get a real job, bud. Yeah. Um, so that's the Brittany update. I'm super happy to report that he is stepping down and hopefully things will continue to get better. I think it'll be really interesting to see how this movement progresses now that we know that Brittany's actually a part of it. Well, I do have to say, though, so you follow her on Instagram, but I still feel like her Instagram is slightly being controlled by other people. There's a lot of evidential uh, proof out there that said. And also, I will say this. Brittany is not like of total capable healthy right sound mind yeah but that being said there's plenty of other people who are fucking wackadoos who have full control of their lives (laughs) so let her have control of her life what do you think so now if jamie spears steps down so she's does that mean someone else needs to step up yeah and she still said she wants someone to be a conservatorship of her finances she just doesn't want to have to shower with someone standing in the room. Ew. She's not what? allowed to be alone. From the time she's sleeping, showering, going to the bathroom, she, someone always is accompanying her. She has no control of her phone. They have her phone that she has to ask for it. Her cons- she said her conservatorship decides the time she gets her phone to the time she gets to the bathroom to while she is showering. She never gets a moment completely alone by herself. So that's the part of the conservative. And that's because Jamie is monitoring that and hiring people so that Brittany is never alone. So Brittany's personal conservator is Jody Montgomery right now. 
Who is that? I don't know. And they said she should be that Brittany should be placed on psychiatric hold. Well, I just hope that we're making some progress here is what we can hope. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad it's not her fucking dad. Oh, my God. It's so fucked up. So fucked up. Why would it be your dad? I don't know. If a medical professional says certain things and wants to help Brittany and get her in the right hands, that's a totally different situation. But her dad has clearly been just using her as a cash cow for years. Oh, my God. And benefiting from it. And it's just sad. You sick. You know who he reminds me of? Jessica Simpson's dad. (laughs) Did you read that book? No, not yet. It's over there, though. You really should read Jessica Simpson's Does Jessica Simpson also hate her dad? Yes. And there's a lot of shit that happened to her. Yeah, that's why. Like, why everyone, are these dads? Ooh, everyone who's so. like, "Oh, I hate Paris. I hate Brittany. I hate Jessica." I'm like, obviously, you don't know anything about them, because if you read any of their memoirs or watched their documentaries, you would learn of the shit they went through, and you will realize that, like, just for them to even have the image they have, they have had to claw their way past men who have tried to control them their whole lives. Jessica Simpson's book made me feel so fucking bad for her. It is, she has been with toxic men for so much of her life until her current husband. Even like I, I hate Nick Lachey now. Like I just wow. can't. It's really bad. They all wanted to place her into this role of what they imagined she would be. And then when she didn't want to be that and then she was like, no, I think I can be like famous on my own and like have a shoe line and have this and have fish. They were like, no, 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 no. You're going to go in the kitchen and cook me something. Ugh. Yeah, I when I read Jessica Simpson's book, it made me really respect her. And then I'll never forget. I, we're totally tangenting. Yep. But when Shocking. she yeah, she names a ton of people she, like Johnny Knoxville, John Mayer. Um, Oh, my God. I can't think of the one guy, but he's like a famous music producer. She starts saying every single one of them by name. So after she wrote her book, she went on the Today Show and Kathy and Hoda were like, aren't you worried about like legal fees? Because like. Did you get this cleared? Like you, oh, Tommy Matola. Oh, she, they're like you named a lot of people right off the bat and said some pretty bad stuff about them. Are you were? And she goes, bring it on. She goes, I can afford every legal fee they want to send my way. Oh my god, I love. She's it. like, I'll take care of it. She goes, I'm not backing down. I'm not hiding because they're men, and I'm scared they're going to sue me. She goes, I can handle the legal fees. Oh my god. So I really love Jessica Simpson. People who don't like Jessica Simpson, go read her book. If you don't like Paris Hilton, watch her fucking documentary. Oh, my God. Right. If you don't like Britney Spears, find out what's going on. Like, I know it sounds crazy. And I understand, like, there's this whole persona of, like, there are celebrities. They know what they're getting into. Blah, 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 blah. No. Well, here, like, no. Okay. On, like, a basic level, like, a very, very basic level. I do a lot of Bill's player's wife's hair. Mm -hmm. And recently one of them was in with me and she said that she was eating at a restaurant and someone took a picture of her and put it on Reddit and they were all commenting on her weight (gasps) and making comments about her. Well, people don't know that. Guess what? She's going through fertility. She's having hormone injections. Her weight is fluctuating. Like she's having issues, but she's not allowed to be human because she's going to be judged because her husband is a football player. Like nobody signs up for that shit. You don't sign up for that shit. Mm -hmm. Have enough respect for people to realize that like there actually may be serious shit going on and there's no amount of like money or fame 
that like neutralizes the real life of what they're experiencing. It's not like you're famous. So you're expected to swallow down your normal life and just do what people what's expected of you because that's that's you're famous and that's what you should deal with. Like and one of the only families that actually does truly do that where I feel like they actually swallow down a lot of shit that's going on with them mm-hmm. and they take the criticism and they take it all with class is the Kardashians mm-hmm. who are accused and of everything. Right. They're thrown on the bus. I've never seen one of those girls out fucked up on drugs or drinking or mm-hmm. being assholes. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an interview where they're even being slightly inappropriate. Right. And those girls are judged on everything Mm -hmm. and they never clap back they never come at people i don't know i just think that when you are famous you don't you don't really understand that people are going to disrespect your boundaries right and as someone who is a disrespecter of boundaries (laughs) trying to be reformed um but you just i don't know you people you don't sign up for that kind of shit but speaking of boundaries uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're what are we we're going gonna into? we're gonna go right into breaking the boundaries of everyone on Bravo and Love Is Blind. <gasps> okay, so we have to start with Love Is Blind. Speaking of Jessica Simpson pivoting to Nick Lachey, moving into Love Is Blind. I hope you guys watch that. Love Is Blind released three reunion episodes, so it's been two yes. years mm-hmm. since those couples, since the Hamiltons and the Barnetts got married. They were the mm-hmm. only two to get married, mm-hmm. but it's been two years since the whole Love Is Blind experience, and then they obviously paid for the Barnetts and Hamiltons to come together for a vow renewal, mm. and they tried to get as much of the cast back as they could. It was just an anniversary party. It was the anniversary, but I mean, like Love Is Blind producers set it up. Oh. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. like the Barnetts are not friends with some of these people, but mm-hmm. they didn't really have a choice. Can't imagine why. Yeah. So they came back for three episodes mm-hmm. and how I felt about everybody aside from the Hamiltons, who I love and adore, but okay. how I felt about everybody from Love is Blind, mm-hmm. I flipped it and reversed it after I watched the reunion. Wow. Tell me everything. I like Jessica. I don't like Mark. Yes. Yep. I And Jessica, I fucking hated. Hated. We could not stand Jessica. I love Jessica. I oh my love God. her. Because she totally evolved. Well, not even evolved. Okay. Jessica was painted as a fucking wackadoo. But in reality... Mark, Mark was fucking her over who the could entire not time. Even show up. Who did not have the balls fu- to show up? Yes, because of his fiance now, or I don't know. He's apparently mama. Mm. Yeah. So now Mark is expecting a child with the woman, even though six months prior he was dating LC. From, from Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Basically, it comes out that Mark has essentially cheated on everybody. Yes. Jessica said that one of the reasons why she said no to him was in that time between those two, between when they came home from Love is Blind, mm-hmm. from the experiments at the time that they were going to get engaged, she had women reach out to her and tell them they were talking to him too. Yeah. And that he had these sketchy dates with friends of his, girls that were friends of his. Yeah. And like he she was, was apparently a- dating somebody when he went on Love is Blind. Yep. Like uh, essentially Mark has always been a player. That's why Jessica said no. 
None of that got seen. I'm sorry, Mark. I literally am so annoyed by the whole thing. And I'm like, if it wasn't true, he would go. Yeah. He didn't go to the reunion. I felt really bad for Jessica because she took all that and never, ever once opened up and said what Mark was doing. And the reason why we know it's true is she wasn't the only one saying it. Mm-mm. Multiple women from the show came back and said that Mark is a full on player. And Amber, who I already did. Like, who I already didn't like. Done was with then her. Defending Done. him. Done. Done. Yeah. And then she's judging LC for judging Mark and his relationship when she can't even allow her husband to speak to that Jessica. So weird. It was You're a so grown weird. adult. You're a grown ass man. Stop that. She I'm came and offered a gift to both of them. I'm not I felt allowed. really bad for Jessica because I felt like this was a redemption tour for her. And she didn't get that. And I feel like she didn't get that because Amber is insecure in her marriage. So insecure. But then she yells at LC for being insecure. And then she yells at this person for being insecure. And I'm like, you are out there preaching to everyone else. But bitch, you won't even let your husband say hi to I'm, a woman. I'm sorry. I have a hard time respecting somebody who shows up to a Netflix party with her hair in a ponytail and like 37 bobby pins in her hair. (laughs) And I felt like you would really understand that. I do understand that. The only thing I can think is that I know it happened during COVID and they probably couldn't get hairdressers. Uh, No, everyone else's hair looked fabulous. And she showed up with 37 bobby pins well, Amber's a fucking piece of trash. Let's just be honest. I I'm can't. done with her. I can't with her. I'm done with her. And you know what? You're lucky that your husband sold his house to pay to your pay off your debt? student loans. There, twenty thousand dollars, bitch. You can't go get a loan for twenty thousand dollars. Pay off your student loan. Like or get a better percent. Like even better. Go get a job. Get a job and stop telling him what to do. Is she even working? No, she doesn't want to work. And then she had the audacity call his house small. Bitch, he owned it. Now they're living with her roommate. I can't. I actually feel bad for Matt Barnett because I actually like him. I do too, but what is happening? Well, that is that is doing that. He married an anchor. Like, if this is Titanic, she's Rose, he's Jack. He's like, <laughs> she's going to fucking take that whole door. He's off to die in the freezing water. Uh, Have fun. Okay. Hamiltons are perfect. Obviously. Can we talk about Damien? Uh, No. First of all, I want to talk about Carlton is still a mess. (laughs) What in the fuck is that guy's problem? He gives bisexuals a bad name. Can I just come out and say that right away? Like, Carlton, maybe you need some of the intense therapy that I went through over the past three years. Don't attack the Hamiltons. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, I was not happy with him. Lauren has his back. Like, she's his friend. Oh, my God. And the whole time she was like, I'm sorry. Why are you coming at me? I, literally, she's like, Get stop the it. Get out of here. And Tiffany, is it? No, Diamond. I'm sorry. Diamond. Yeah. She reminds me of Tiffany Haddish. So in my oh, head. Yeah, I, keep, I could see that. Right. So in my head, I keep calling her Tiffany. Diamond is fucking killing it. 
Although, true story, during that whole party, she was not talking to that guy at all. I know. So I understood why he left. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, hold on. Can we talk about Damien. I I'm dying to talk about Damien because okay, let me preface so many comments about Damien. Let me preface this. Uh huh. Did you watch Too Hot to Handle with Francesca? No. I watched Too Hot to Handle with Francesca. Yeah. I like Francesca. Mm-hmm. She's a smart woman. Okay. She, if you, because if you are not a Too Hot to Handle fan, you won't understand how that just crossed universes. So, Netflix universe. Yes, Netflix universe. Mm-hmm. So, Francesca is on Too Hot to Handle. And apparently, she was talking to Damien and he invited her to the party. Now, what pissed me off was everything. E- everything. After this all happened, I go on because I can't just watch something. I go on <laughs> everybody's like Instagram mm-hmm. and here's everybody on Giannina's Instagram saying Francesca's such as blah, 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 blah. That wasn't her fault either. No, that was on Damien. Anyone who watched that lunch mm-hmm. saw that Damien led her on. 1000%. Even she said it. She goes, I'm sorry. I don't think I deserve to be treated like that. Yep. Now, granted, the girl wore pajamas to the party. Didn't help her case. What was that whole thing? She about? wore like skims. I don't, I don't know why she showed up in Kim Kardashian skims. She wore the fucking skims line to the party. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. But I do like Francesca and I felt bad. Because this is a classic case of where they're trying to pin two women against each other yes. that actually have no reason to be mad at each other and every reason to just be mad at Damien. They were both being played. He's a fucking douche. And I'm like, has anyone looked at this guy? He looks like his face got hit by a dump truck. No, is he getting Giannina and Francesca, who, by the way, are the two most beautiful humans I've ever seen. And it's not like he's got a killer personality. (laughs) His face looks like he got hit by a dump truck and his brain is right behind it. He literally looks like he's always trying to take a shit in case. (laughs) If if you cut his head off, neck down, he's A+. Oh, 100%. But, like, you also have to disconnect the brain because, like, there yeah, ain't nothing going on up there. His personality blows. His personality fucking sucks. The fact that he kept fucking bringing the... I mean... There Everything was so about much that was, was triggering. So stupid. And when he's talking to Francesca and, he, and she's like... She asked him, mm-hmm. are we going as a date? Mm-hmm. Is this as friends? Mm-hmm. Can you define this? Like mm-hmm. she was asking the right questions. Yeah. And he's like, well, why don't we just go and then we'll just see what happens. So he's the one that left this open ended. So she's he's going into up. it. This poor girl was yeah. made to look like a fucking fool. Yeah. To be honest. And even she was like, I'm leaving. Yeah. She's like this. I don't need this. Like, this no. is crazy. No, because she was under the impression that there could be something. With it. She said you were not honest with me about your relationship with this other woman. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm not. And Francesca is smart. Like, she's not a dumb girl. And I was like mad because I feel like everyone wanted to pin this woman against woman because right. that's such an easy narrative. Ugh. But where is the accountability on the man? 
Yeah. Damien was a fucking asshole. This. He did this. He created this. Yeah. Giannina and Francesca do not need him. Nope. Not even a little bit. Also, I'd like to point out just a few things. Um, oh, what was her name? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is me fishing for my olives. Yeah, I see that. Kelly. Oh. Kelly had a glow up, huh? Well, Kelly had a glow up, but that's probably because she came back and, oh, my God, what's her hot little fiancés that she left at the altar's name? Kenny. Kenny. Kenny is engaged. And Kenny is a cute little wife. Oh, she's adorable. <laughs> yes. They're actually adorable. Also, you know who I missed? Oh, Rory. Oh, the therapist. Rory does not get enough action. No. Well, at least he got a little more airtime this time. He did. I'll give him more action. Yeah. <laughs> um, Barnett, that whole fucking video of him kissing. No, why are you making that face? It was creepy as fuck. Oh, I like him. I like him. I hate her. Okay. But <laughs> I get that. But him making that video. It was like, why are you showing that to everybody there? Like, show that to her. That's cute. But don't show it to everybody Because I there. think she's the type of girl that doesn't want it shown just to her. I think she's a showy person. Because she feels fucking Because she's insecure. Yeah. So she feels validation by public displays of affection. Mm -hmm. So I think that if he showed it to just her, she'd be like, oh, babe, that's cute. Also, can you pay for this? And I feel like because he showed it in front of everyone, she's like, isn't he amazing? He totally loves me. He's amazing. Pay so, for this. Yeah. Pay, <laughs> still pay for this. Um, but How I just. How is she not working? I, can, I mean, whatever. Um, but I, I do I feel so like there's just like the key to her is public displays of affection. I just don't think she would have appreciated that video if he just gave it to her. She'd probably be like, you're a fucking creep. But because it was in front of everyone, she's like, oh, so amazing. He's amazing. Oh, no. I so definitely, great. if it would have been me and he played that in front of everybody, I would have been like, that was no, fucking That's creepy. you. We already established in this episode <laughs> you're like a secure, abnormal person. She is not. She oh needed that validation. She needs she, validation. She weird. So are you caught up with Bravo or no? Because yes. we have about five minutes to talk about Bravo. Yes. So Erica Jane. I can't. I don't even know where to start. Okay. So you guys want to talk about podcasts you can listen to. Yes. So a podcast I have really deeply dove into is called the Bravo Docket. Ooh. Shout out to Larry. He got me hooked to them. Ooh. It's called the Bravo Docket. And it is two female lawyers. <gasps> They're, they're lawyers, and then they break down the actual logistics of law. Oh, my God. So they are actually focusing on both the Jen Shaw case <gasps> and the Tom Girardi case. Yes. So if you go on their Instagram, it's the Bravo Docket. Okay. And they break it down in layman's terms because, let's face it, I am not a lawyer i <laughs> pretty much phonetically speak all of my words mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but they are well educated beautifully smart women 
and they break it down so that all of us normal people understand what the fuck is happening in these court cases. Tell me what it's called again. The Bravo Docket. Thank you. And they're wonderful. That's one of the podcasts I've been listening to. And also, if you are not listening to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, please fucking listen to it. His reenactments of all of the episodes. (laughs) First of all, he does his homework. So he does the homework you don't want to do. He listens to every interview, reads every Bravo blog. He, He does everything. So that when he recaps the episode, he not only recaps it to tell you what happened in the episode, he gives you the back information to predict what is actually happening. He tells you, oh, well, now we know that production was actually doing this. So we actually think Lisa Rinna was doing this. And that's why this happened. Like he does all of the homework so that when the episodes explained back to you, it's explained mm-hmm. back to you with number one, the fourth wall down and number two, with all of the background information that you need to know to have a more accurate um, portrayal painted about the situation and his reenactments of what he says about every housewife is so fucking funny i out loud laugh the entire time he reenacts like how they all got takeout (laughs) i can't do it because i won't do it justice but he's like these bitches from beverly hills i've never seen a fucking food in a bag before oh my god it is great i can't even do it because i legitimately can't do it justice but everything iconic with danny pellegrino Mm -hmm. please listen the bravo docket please listen I am not team Erica Jane. I am certainly not team Ramona. They Mm. need to bring Dorinda back. They need some fucking new faces on New York. Oh my God. Yes. We're not going to dive too deep into into Bravo other than saying I'm not team Erica. Mm -hmm. Um, I, which kills me to say I, it kills me to say too, but there's too much, there's too much blood in the water for me to believe that her hands are going to come out clean. Uh I'm sorry. Yes. Ramona, ooh, goodbye. Thank you. If Dorinda got fired for being drunk, she should get fired for being ignorant. Oh, my God. She's literally the worst. And also, can we get some more faces on New York? I'm tired of five fucking women yeah. that can't be in the same room together. Yeah. And even Luann. I'm like, done with all, just add new faces. Yeah, I'm done with all. Or of bring them. back Dorinda, Bethany, Carol, Tinsley. Yes. <gasps> All of that. Yeah.
Ah, I mean, I can't. I we cannot. had to play it. We had to play it. Yes. It's still playing. <laughs> it's still, we're still going. We're still going. Oh, God. So, anyways, Ugh. um, we're, the good news is, the bad, <laughs> I, have an, I have an outro song. I, I don't know what the good news, bad news is. The news is, <laughs> we're ending this podcast. Number one, we've drank in way too much. So much. This has been a fucking blast. It's but so the, much fun. The great news is I have about 20 notes we didn't even get to. Oh, my God. Which means we already have content for yes. our next episode. Season three. Season three. Here we go. Maybe we won't have any technical issues. That would be that would be impossible. Let's not <laughs> say it out loud. Oh, here As we I go. die. Weezer we is are. coming back. It, you're like the sh- human Charlotte. <laughs> I'm human Charlotte. Oh, she's coming back in my she form. Is. Yeah, she is. Yes. Um, but guys, thank you guys so much. We, I don't even know how good this episode might be. Total shit. Who knows? But we'll find out tomorrow. You know, here's it's an update. It's authentic. Yeah, it is. Anna's been through some real shit. Yeah, I get stuck in ball pits. <laughs> It's like you're a poet. It's like I'm a poet. It's great. We're going on vacation. Yeah, we are. I bought a house. Hey, I do want to say before we end this episode. Yes, tell me. Um, very quickly, the house that we are buying. Yeah, is something I've been manifesting for nine years. See, everything that is happening to Anna that is good is stuff she has been manifesting. And if yeah. I could have one message in a positive way, yeah. we have spent a lot of time off air together and it's only strengthened our friendship and our relationship. True story. But I will tell you that as you evolve and develop and grow and we're all coming out of COVID mm-hmm. and it's very uncertain times, find the people around you mm-hmm. and take the time and effort to be around the people around you that inspire you to be the best version of yourself and inspire you to be authentic. And once you start giving in and leaning into the people and the parts of you that are authentically you and unapologetically you, yes, you will find that certain things you've manifested for yourself in your life start happening. And that's, it's not coincidence. I fully believe in the power of manifesting because it has shown me, especially lately, that it is a legit thing. Mm-hmm. But I also think that I couldn't manifest things till I was aligned with the right people and places and states of being in my life that I needed to be in for those to happen. Mm-hmm. And although we have been off air for a month and a half, there has been a lot that has happened. And it's kind of crazy when you think about it. It is kind of crazy. We have truly had a lot it's happen been two to months. us. I know. And we've had a lot that's gone on between, mm-hmm. not between us, luckily, right. but I mean, in our lives that have happened. And the best advice I can give you guys is like, you know, when we went into this break, I got nervous. I'm like, other oh, people don't take podcast breaks. I listen to podcasts. They don't take podcast breaks. But, you know, right. We never did this to be podcasters. We never did this for money. Mm-hmm. Every adventure. Clearly. <laughs> but every adventure I've ever gotten into was never for the money. Yeah. It was never. It was just 
This is us. We needed a break. We took that break. We're going to come back. Season three is going to be epic. I hope you guys found this to be great. But in the meantime, when we are not podcasting, we are working on ourselves as people. And I feel like our friendship has gotten so much stronger. Our relationships with ourselves have gotten so much stronger. Mm -hmm. And I get so much out of this podcast that even if we're down to five listeners, at the end of the day, thank you for the five listeners who are listening to yes. us. But I get more out of this than any of you guys who are listening. Truly. Amen. Yeah. It, Amen. It, talking about your problems on air forces you to be accountable for your own actions and grow and learn. Right. Absolutely. So I want to thank everybody for always listening and being super supportive. And, you know, feel free to write a review. As long as it's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> We've grown, but not that much, people. <laughs> I mean, we're still human. Um, we're still human. Thank you, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this pop-up. Yes. We will be back officially probably in a month. Maybe-ish. Maybe-ish. Yes. Real fucking vague. Um, <laughs> That's how we're rolling tonight. <laughs> That's how we're rolling. But we promise you we'll always be worth the wait. Yes. Absolutely. And we promise to always keep it real. Always. Whether we listen and regret it and cringe the next day or not. Exactly. It's all good. Whether it ruins our chances of ever running for office or not. (laughs) We will keep it real. I did that in college. We good. Yeah. We good. We good. True story. Bye, guys. Bye.